Groundbreakers from 4constructionpros.com, the podcast that highlights the innovative equipment, technology, companies, and individuals that are breaking new ground in the construction industry. My name is Becky Schultz, editor of Equipment Today, and at the Caterpillar year-end press event, I spoke with Annette Kieswetter, marketing strategist at SimPromotion, a longtime partner with Caterpillar in the development of simulator-based training technology. Annette highlighted advances in the technology, including how virtual reality is being used in tandem with simulators to provide a much more immersive training experience, which can better equip operators to get behind the controls of real machines. Let's get the scoop with Annette now. Annette, thank you for joining me. I am very curious to learn more about um, your company and how it's partnering with Caterpillar with um, the simulator technology, first of all. Can you can you talk us through that a little? Sure. Um, we have been partners since 2009 when Caterpillar decided to license the business. They've added a number of different companies and they've added uh, CSE Software, which is our sister company, and they started uh, from that point SimPromotion to be the simulator arm of the company and become the licensee for Caterpillar. So we have, we took over the legacy products, rewrote all of those, we do all of the development and all of the hardware development, both software and hardware, uh, for the simulators and we work very closely with Caterpillar on all of the development. So we have a team that is uh, all local, so local to Caterpillar. And we work very closely by getting machine data and some other um, information from Caterpillar. We model the machine based on the actual machine, um, do all of the engineering from that, and then our software team develops each of the applications by working with uh, a subject matter expert out here from Caterpillar. And we make sure that each application matches very closely with the way CAT teaches it. So no matter where you're at in the world, the simulators are teaching the CAT way exactly as if a subject matter expert were out there showing them in, in tandem. So uh, we also have a reporting function within the simulators, so they can track hundreds of different metrics. And if you are, say, a community college that's purchased simulators, then they can teach their students and they can track their progress from the first day of class to the end of the program. They can see where their weak spots are, where they're excel, uh, excelling at, and they can train within that. Now companies are also using these for training. Um, there, a lot of them are now working with schools to put programs in place because there's such a need for trained operators out in the world, uh, not just the US, but in the world. And so simulation is that step uh, for safety, obviously. If you make a mistake in a simulator, you didn't hurt a machine, a person, uh, you know, any type of mishap. So taking that time to put them in the simulator before they put them on the iron is just part of that whole blended learning program that's kind of happening. Right, right. Now, Sim Caterpillar has been working with simulators for a number of years now. Um, how has that technology continued to evolve and, and change um, to, to help meet not only the company needs, but the needs of the operators and the skill sets that they need to be able to obtain? So, in the beginning, um, and I've been with the business for almost 13 years now, ever since they took the license over, and in the early days, there was a lot of discussion around 
Y simulation. And that has changed so much from the customer standpoint. They understand Y simulation now. So the way it's really evolved, it, it's getting better and better. So we use actual CAD controls. Uh, when we engineer the hardware, all those controls are exactly, if you walk out to the machine right now, you're going to see those same controls. They're uh, building in more of the technology through um, additions like VR. So our VR works in tandem with the simulator. You can be in uh, operating the excavator and you can put the headset on. You can be immersed completely in that 3D world where you see a larger part of the environment. You're gaining greater depth perception as you load a truck, for example. And if you feel the need to take the headset off, you don't lose your spot. So we patented that technology. And it just it's just another step in better training, more accurate training. Um, certainly people are engaged when they get in the simulator, whether they have the VR or not. Um, you, you're seeing that more evolve. Uh, there's also some VR-only training. Uh, there's a cat safety module, and that puts uh, new employees on the side of a road, a busy uh, highway road. And they're in the VR world, and they're learning all the things to do and not do on the side of the road. So that is another way that VR technology is being used for training. Um, we also developed that for Caterpillar as well. Um, it, it just continues to evolve. When we started, there was no motion. Right. So now we've added the motion platform. All of those physics come straight from the machine. And they're developed by our development software development team to make sure that those physics are spot on to what they would feel like when you're pushing dirt, and when you're filling a bucket, when that machine is going over uh, a, a hill of some sort. You are feeling that in real time, and you're getting that feedback. And all the while, behind the scenes, it is recording what's happening. Did you have a wheel slip? Did you have a track slip? Did you hit the side of the truck when you were uh, loading that bucket? You know, so what is going on there? What is causing maintenance behind the scenes? So uh, again, that technology is being utilized not only for the operator training, but to make them better, to stop mishaps, to uh, Control unplanned absolutely so it seems like um, the technology has definitely advanced and I I had a chance to operate the virtual reality simulator and it really is a substantial difference in in terms of your ability to feel like you are actually working with a real machine how does that um, what kind of feedback has there been from operators in terms of how they feel that they've been able to progress with the simulators um, versus just learning on as they go in the field. It's interesting because again, when we started this, there were there was a segment of operators who learned, you know, without the simulators, and they never believed that a simulator could make a difference. But you get them on the simulators, and they are shocked at how realistic the experience actually is, and that it could change a bad habit, or that it could help them. Um, of course, our younger students, learners, 
they grew up with gaming. This is right. such a natural fit for them, and they are so drawn to that that technology makes total sense to them. And it, it is something that they seek out. You know, we, we see even schools that that gives them a little bit of a differentiator between another uh, training center, another school that they have the simulator. So uh, utilizing the technology for those reasons is something else we hear. You know, they get the training benefit as well. Right, and in this era where we are facing such a shortage of skills in, in the new operators coming into the field, a lot of sh skills gap that we hear about all the time, that has to play a big role in helping to fill that gap, at least to a point. Oh, it definitely is. Now, one of the things that we're seeing, um, particularly in the U.S., is uh, local companies, construction companies or such, going to their community colleges and working with them to set up a program to train these young operators or mid-career hires. Uh, you see that in a lot in the technical centers as well. They're creating their own pipeline of workers. The construction companies aren't necessarily able to train their own operators, but who is better set up than their local community college? Right. So they're going to, and they're actually setting up these programs. Um, I can give you several of them around the country that have done this very successfully, and they're creating their own pipeline of workers that feed back to the companies that need them. So now they've got ongoing students coming through so that they are feeding that pipeline year after year after year. No, it's interesting that you're talking about these partnerships between the community colleges and the contractors because one of the things that keeps coming to my mind is that something like a simulator, it's a very sophisticated piece of equipment, the cost is probably a little bit prohibitive for some companies to invest in entirely themselves. Is that an opportunity for them to get the value and the benefit there with maybe having someone helping them to, to manage the cost? Sure it is. I mean, it gives them an opportunity to focus on what they do. They are a construction company. They're out there managing production and building roads and bridges and, you know, all those sort of things, um, whatever type it is. Whereas a school is meant to educate and train. It is such a natural partnership that it... I'm just seeing it more and more, you know, and it, and with success stories, you know, with uh, students coming out of the schools and then getting 100% job interviews and getting hired and, you know, some of them are being hired before they even finish the program. Right. That's how successful it's, it's really started. Sure, and I, I know that there are some op obviously operator training schools that are out there. Are they also incorporating simulators more and more? Are you seeing some of that? I can't say that okay. for sure. Okay. I mean, I, I'm sure that they are. I mean, I know that they're, we're selling simulators everywhere, but right. I would say where I'm really seeing it is at the community college okay. level. I mean, in my experience. Right, so. right. <laughs> but yeah, there, there are some private training schools. Um, the other phenomena that I'm seeing are uh, trailers with simulators in them. Oh, sure. So taking that training out on the road. Right. And schools are actually using the simulators as recruiting tools. So they're going another level to, say, a career fair, say, a high school uh, career fair even. Right, so you've right. got them at the level where the student is going to decide, do I want to go to college? Am I uh, going to go straight into some sort of a career? Am I going to uh, become an apprentice? And so it's introducing them via a simulator 
to a career that maybe they've never been introduced to before. Right. Uh, maybe they uh, had never considered it before, and they have the opportunity to get behind a control and think, oh my gosh, I'm really interested in pursuing or at least asking some more questions about this. So, again, those trailers are, you know, by day they might be training. Um, in the evenings, they're going to career fairs and introducing a whole new generation and potential generations to uh, the opportunity to try out um, heavy equipment as a potential career. Absolutely. So, I kind of just to wrap things up, where do you see the simulator technology going forward? I mean, obviously, vir virtual reality is becoming a much more integral part of it. What's next? What's next? I mean, I always like to talk about holograms. You know, oh. I don't know that it will ever. Um, I think collaborative training is going to be uh, a piece of it. I think, um, I mean, if you want to talk really where is it going, I think there'll be virtual worlds where people operate in the same, you know, one person is in one state, one's in another. They're operating in the same environment together, in the same world. Um, there's so much R&D and in interesting things going on in the technology field, and it is ever-changing, you know. Um, where simulation was even 10 years ago to now is phenomenal. So I have no doubt that the next 10 years are going to be even more eye-opening. Well, I think it's going to be very exciting to see you where it goes next. It is, and we're conducting R&D all the time on our side of things, you know, and certainly working with Caterpillar on what's next, what's new. I mean, obviously they have a lot of next-gen technology coming out, and we are integrating these pieces as we go, you know. And certainly as our customers ask for it too, we're very customer driven. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Annette. This has been really fascinating to learn more about the simulator environment and what I look forward to seeing where it goes from here. Thank you, Becky. I appreciate it. Well, that's all the time we have today. Thank you to our guest, Annette Kieswetter at SimPromotion for joining us. Tune in every week for another episode of the Groundbreakers podcast by 4constructionpros.com. Be sure to subscribe and share as we break more new ground together. Until next time.